0: Welcome to another episode of failing to success. I'm your host Chad Kalecki with cosmic design and development today on the show, we have Daryl Stern, his company is called Stern storming. And he's got quite a catchphrase and I'm going to let him do it for you.
1: Sure. My catchphrase is that you are a gift to the world and the world needs
0: your gifts. Which right away I was engaged. And so (laughs) Daryl, can you tell us that fun story about scooter computer?
1: Sure. So. 40 years ago it was the beginning of the pc started out with machines like the commodore 64 the atari 400 and if you were lucky if your if your computer had 6k or the apple IIE had 64k and it's all been four decades and if you're 40 years old or above you know we listening to you. that flies by in a second it's only four decades from that to two and a half terabytes of memory streaming at light speed and all this in a computer. However, as Scooter Computer explains, a computer can only process information. It doesn't understand it. We're getting to this new world of AI where we can now ask a question and the computer comes in and it's still just simply running a program and producing output and it's still binary code and it still runs out of chip and memory and the basic
0: processors of a computer are still exactly the same. Are you a big adopter of the new AI technologies?
1: I think it's a, I, I, so Pablo Picasso said, computers are useless, they can only give us answers. Now he said that way back in the late 70s and into the early 80s, way before all of this, but he has a point. In other words, it's a human experience and what we do with the information and what we're able to create with the machines and the processors and all that that really advances our civilization now it can be used for good i'm going to go a little star wars on you we can use it on the light side or we can use it on the dark side right so it's up to us to see how we're going to use this but computers giving us answers and the computers giving us faster is just giving us a lot of information faster well a lot of information coming at you really fast is not knowledge it just sped up information coming at you really fast so We still have to see where this whole thing that's only 40 years old and social media is only 15 years old. It's a teenager it's just getting into high school is going to take us.
0: Where do you see it going?
1: Well, I believe that marketing is theater and that the way that we communicate and our depth of character is really what drives our marketing. Storytelling, which has been around for since the beginning of human time when we were in caves somewhere and then wherever we were telling stories around a campfire and legends that is still today we have Grimm's fairy tales we even have the story of jesus christ and moses we have the story of harry potter and all the new stories that we're coming out with and when you take story and you use story in your way telling your own life story it adds depth of character to you now if you follow zig ziglar the old guy that didn't do lots of sales training he proclaims this thing called the no like and trust factor so i'll keep going social means alliance there was an ancient greek city-state called socii that created an alliance with the trojans and the spartans and all this kind of stuff when they were fighting each other with their spears and all this kind of stuff so social means alliance so when we go out on this interwebs now right And we're producing videos and we're putting out content and all that. We really want to set a goal of creating alliances. When you ally with me, right, you're putting me on your podcast. The podcast is going to go out to the world. I'm going to tell my following of 200 and something thousand people about your podcast. Well, guess what? We just created an alliance. We're being social together. That is the vernacular that people need to understand or the philosophy that they need to understand to be successful in digital marketing or in what we would call social networking or social marketing
0: yeah it's all about sharing those communities right hmm
1: yeah most definitely and also on top of that there are these things there are these people called playwrights and screenwriters people that know like william shakespeare was able to write an amazing monologues and what we call soliloquies when hamlet says to be or not to be that is the question he is contemplating whether or not he should kill himself because what he's saying is if i stay alive i may cause more pain to the people that love me than if i was to just do myself in so that's a powerful statement and he pauses during it right he says to be or not to be you're like this is the question and you feel his pain what if you could do that on your linkedin video that you're posting right so a big thing with me too is to stop presenting right stop presenting what you're doing well, today I'm, I'm going to present to you this topic and I'm going to teach you something. Okay, thank you. I guess I, I didn't really, I don't, I, uh, thanks, whatever. Or can you tell a story from your life where people will say, wow, I want to, I want to just, I want to know more about that person. Or wow, that person likes Star Wars. I'm really into Star Wars. Let's talk about Star Wars today. And that relationship can create multi million dollar deals for your business.
0: So is that a strategy you deploy a lot with your clients? So
1: what I started to do was I realized that in my own life, when I got back into doing theater in marketing, in other words, making things more theatrical in your marketing, that's something I've been doing since I was three years old. So I realized is what if I could kind of interview you and say, well, where were you born? What did your parents do for a living? What color was the house you grew up in? Who was your first best friend? What did you do first in school, science or math? Were you quiet? Or were you loud? You know, what what did you do moving into high school did you, did people like you or hate you or whatever all these things when i get other people talking i can find the root of them in other words everything that you're doing today on this podcast failing to success Hmm. well, maybe, well you know what well, what did you fail at right what where, where did you figure out this philosophy what who are your mentors what did you start reading before that what did your parents do how did they fail da, da, da. all these things right i can really connect the line to to deepen the story. And let's take a television show like MacGyver. Every episode he gets strapped, he has to use bubblegum and escape, right? Bubblegum, a pack and a match or whatever. So that was the end of it. I mean, uh, the same episode, every single one. Knight Rider, he got in the car it jumped. There was always a jump in Knight Rider. He would always jump the car and he would always win and get the bad guy. But there wasn't much character development to those characters. So the shows didn't last, they lasted a little while, but they didn't last all that long. For your brand to last, there has to be depth of character in your brand, deeper story, a deeper purpose, a, a, a purpose that has more meaning to it than just the simplistic way that you're describing it or the over generalized way that you can describe it. For instance, you could say, this podcast is for everyone that has a business. Well, I'm sorry to break the news to you, it's not, right? It's for the people that have suffered, from this idea of success in a certain way or continually try and fix the things in their business when they really didn't have to fix it they just had to realize that that was a failure see how well they, le- they they what they learned from that failure and then realize it wasn't just a failure it was a stepping stone towards their success and success means successive so success is not a destination success is a continuing process you've never done on the pathway in success. And it also comes from the surface thing, money, clients, fancy cars, whatever you might call it. But it's also success in understanding yourself and coming out to peace with yourself on the inside and serving your purpose, which spins us around to my motto of you are a gift to the world and the world needs your gifts. Everyone has a gift in them that they take for granted. In other words, you might build remote control cars, just a hobby. You like to do it. Believe it or not, that can be a multi-million-dollar business, but you never show anybody your remote control cars because you're, you're, you're in your late twenties or you're 30 years old and you go, oh, that's kid stuff. I don't want to show anybody that I still have Star Wars cars. I still play with Legos and Star Wars guilty right there, right? Yeah. But then when you do that, all of a sudden you realize there's a community of people who are building community around that also do that. And all of a sudden you find yourself in a place called home and that's a great place to be.
0: I couldn't have said that better. It's the definition of success, right? You have to define it for yourself.
1: Yeah. Or you, well, yeah, I, I would say, I would say this celebrate. Okay. So here's the crucial part of it. We focus on what didn't work, right? Or we focus on what didn't, what, what, what screwed up, right? We focus on the failure. We say, God damn it. I failed. I didn't do that right. I don't remember. Well, you're here and you still have a house or an apartment. You still have a car. So you must be paying your bills and you must be doing something right. So what did you do to pay last month's rent? Oh, well, I did this and I booked this and I did that. Well, okay. So how to do that? Well, I talked to this type of person. I did that. So that was successful, right? Let's focus on repeating the thing that you're doing right, right? Not not looking at constantly at what you're not doing right. So that's a part of it, I think, is just, is just being able to celebrate your success. And when you really feel at home with doing something that you used to do when you're three years old, and that brings back that alignment through your entire life. That's where the su- success is to me. Like, it's a feeling. It's a feeling of coasting. It's a feeling of ease. Because you're doing something that you were born to do and that you're gifted at.
0: So that feeling of home, I want to dig into that more. Uh, how mm-hmm. do you think somebody can turn what they love into something that also aligns with their monetary goals and, and making a business out of that?
1: Sure. The first thing I'll say is, I lost a lot of homes. My father passed away when I was 24. My mom got horrible ovarian cancer. She passed away when I was only 31, so I had no parents. I moved all of my stuff way out to Las Vegas, got married, got married to a young lady from Kansas, was with her for about 12 years, right, total. And then that marriage didn't work and I moved to Denver all by myself, right? And I was in Denver for 10 years and now I'm down here in Arizona, you know, where I live now. Actually, right now I'm on site at an Austria strong filming content, They're a biohack franchise. They're one of my clients. But so to me, I though do my sternstorming, and I pull out all these ideas from you and I make you a platform. This is the next part about The monetary part is let's take something that you can teach people. Now I bet you somewhere in your life, somebody has been asking you for advice. You're the guy that's always getting the date. So I want to know how you're getting all these dates or you're the guy that cooks these amazing, this amazing stuff that you cook or, you're the lady that always has, you know, extra money to spend. And I want to know how you're budgeting, right? Or whatever that is, that thing we can make into your platform. And how I do that is a unique way that I do it. That's not long lectures with PowerPoint. Online courses are not this at all the same as going to college. We have to sit there and the professor for two hours, and you have to sit there. You know, they're, they're snappy and they're fun you tell stories from your life, you give homework, all these kind of fun things. And what you find is that when you're doing what is, comes naturally most to you, and you're giving from that and serving in that, what you think is mundane is really amazing to other people. And that is the essence of the human experience. That's why we are dependent of each other. You can't have an infant baby and just let it raise itself won't work in fact if you don't touch the baby and love the baby it's going to be it's going to be going to die or it's going to be something worse right so we're meant to lean on each other and so to finish that i pull out of you these stories and we, we break down okay if somebody's here and you can teach them to be here what are the steps What's module one? Well, they got to understand this. They got to be able to do that. They got to be able to do this and that. Like about four or five things. Then I go back and I go, okay. Well, what's the the little introduction video? Welcome back. Now I'm going to teach you this. Last week I gave you that. The story video. Now the story. I think story teaches better than a lesson, right? Like you can lecture me on something, but the best business books I'm probably sure that you've read, right? The best court, the best courses that you've done. They tell the story, and it's a story that sticks with you. Right, like there's a story, famous story called The Alchemist. Right, and the story goes that he was looking for the treasure and he went all around the world and did all these crazy adventures, and then he realized the treasure was under the tree at his home where he started. Look at the ground beneath you, look where you are, and all these kind of things. So, that type of thing that is ancient. I mean, the ancient Greeks had morality plays, there's the stories in the Bible. The Bible is not a lecture, the Bible is stories of things that happened. Yes. So we, if we take that and go, well, that's the way that we learn in a society. Let's apply that. One of the crazy problems about the internet is that everybody thought, and I looked through the dot-com boom, 2000, when people were like, oh, we're going to you know, spend millions and billions of dollars on apps so that can do this. Well, they weren't really apps, whatever. And either it didn't work because the technology wasn't there or because it was just, it, it was just, well, this is going to do things that it can't do yet. So, when we get back to the basics of how we are and what we need for each other, and put that on the internet, rather than worry, worrying about, well, how does LinkedIn work, or well, how does the social media algorithm work, or how can I get more followers and all this kind of stuff, but we just focus on what our gift to the world is and serve, then we get this true thing called success.
0: Yeah. And so, with social, with social media, it's. Mm-hmm. You're, you're saying focus on your passion, your storytelling, stop trying to play the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Marketing is the art of starting meaningful conversations. Okay. How long have you been podcasting? I'm
0: asking. Um, you. I've been doing live speaking events for maybe six years. Podcasts now we're only in it about four months.
1: That's awesome. What do you enjoy the most about the podcast experience so far?
0: Uncovering those stories.
1: Yeah, exactly. so i just started a conversation with you how did i start the conversation i asked you questions yeah so here's what most social media is these beats headphones are super cool and the lid goes up like this right look at that right and you go that's cool i guess right instead of saying do you have problems hearing in conversations do you have problems when you're trying to concentrate and you're on a plane and it's so noisy and you need to get that deadline work done so what if we could block out all that sound and have put on something soft in the background that could let you let your mind wander and so you can concentrate and get that plan done get these beats headphones yeah too much social media I think is is showing me something interesting and not bringing me into the conversation broadcast television You can't talk to your television. You can, you can laugh at them and you can be in the sports game going, why didn't you hit that field goal? Right. And the Ellen scream at the TV, but it's not, can't hear you. Right. But in social media, all of a sudden there's this thing called engagement. Now I hate that word because I've been single for 12 years and I'm not getting engaged again. I'm just not, but I do like starting meaningful conversations with people. Meaningful conversation means this invent a business with me
0: right now. I would say ways to implement AI into your basic business processes.
1: Got it. So Henry Ford created the assembly line so that then he could make the cars faster. Every single person had a separate job in that assembly line. And that gave us the American car. If it wasn't for that process of figuring out how to work efficiently to mass produce something, we never would have had all these things, cars, refrigerators, anything like that right now in your business you are one person in that factory trying to build the whole car yourself you're trying to write the content you're trying to come up with the headlines you're trying to write the articles you're trying to film the videos you're trying to do all of this kind of stuff and believe it or not because everyone's put all their answers on the internet for the past 25 years what if there was a way for a computer program to actually assimilate all that content and give you the best answers to all the things and help you with those kind of things in an instant, and guess what, it's here, it's called AI. So stop being that one person on the assembly line, trying to build the whole car yourself and engage with what our collective intelligence has gathered and use it to speed up the process so that your idea, your product, just like the Model T can be everywhere.
0: You're very good, Daryl.
1: Is that off the top of my head? How's that?
0: So, they are very good that, at what you do.
1: <laughs> but I watch it. But the lesson in that is, I right away I went to. I'm going to ground it in something that's more familiar. Now I'm 51 years old. I'm more maybe, hopefully not, but I'm more familiar with Henry Ford and all that stuff. Everybody should read History of Business, right? I know how every business worked and how everybody's had success and where every business failed. Think and Grow Rich. If you're not reading, that's the Bible of business. If you haven't read that over and over and over again. You're missing out because the principles in it are the same principles that are today the principles don't change we are always human beings we always have feelings and thoughts and needs and desires and that's what we need to tap into to do this stuff i think the greatest thing about ai is when you just when you just have that blank page it's a great thing for art because you just have that blank page and you're staring at it and you can't get started or you see a type of advertising or marketing that's really successful and you go, I want AI to write me an ad for my product that looks like that. So there's a famous ad for the Wall Street Journal. It's about two brothers. And what happens with that is one brother reads, one brother doesn't read the Wall Street Journal and he becomes a doctor and he does okay. But the other brother reads the Wall Street Journal and he becomes a billionaire, right? It goes back and forth with the real story of these brothers. And in the end, it's you're gonna be the flat person that just bubble goes to the plateau or you're gonna be a billionaire. Read the Wall Street Journal. Duh. So it's a story advertising. So you could tell T, chat chat GPT. Oh my god, GPT. So you tell it to do that, and it will write something in the simulation of that. The the issue with it is. Just like click and these other softwares, and they're giving you the script to follow and the template to follow. We're very smart, intuitive human being. Eventually I go, oh, that's one of those funnel things written by one of those scripts. And we're so hyper intelligent. We can catch on to that right away. If you've ever seen public speakers and they're trained by some public speaking coach and you go, oh boy, here comes the story. Here comes this part. Now they're going to try and do this way. And you just see the pattern in it. So I don't know whether chat GPT is a parlor trick, right? In other words, it, it's creating the illusion. If I put words together in a sentence, oh, it puts words together in a sentence. It's our emotional reaction to what it puts together that makes it useful. Get it? Like it's not, oh wow, this computer is actually intelligent because it can't write the questions to answer. We have to write the questions. Again, going back to Pablo Picasso, computers are useless. They can only give us answers. It's the questions that we ask it that has value.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why prompting is now going to be a full-time job for people.
1: Yeah. And I mean, that's the way computers have been from the very beginning. You have to write the program and write the code and put in the input to get the output that you want. But the, the great thing about what chat GPT does is it exemplifies the purpose of the internet in the first place. And the internet went, of course, to social media. It also went to e-commerce and shopping and all that. But the original idea for the internet was, one, it was going to be free. No dial-up, no paid internet, everything free. In 93 was when it went commercial, and they started selling the internet. It was not supposed to be like that. The original idea in the 60s and 70s and 80s is it was being developed. It would be free. And then everyone would put all of their data, their medical data, their cures for things, their, their, their how to bake a cookie, whatever, onto it. And it would be all linked together. So you could click links and search and find everything you want. But the information is from human beings. So to say, this is great, this is taking the assimilation of human beings and being and and putting out how we would think or imitating us, I think that's great. But let's be careful when we call it intelligence, right? I have a problem with that word calling it intelligence. What all it's really doing is simulating us or imitating us, right? Again, I think it's a parlor trick, but we'll see. I was, my dad went to, after college, my dad went to Chicago, see this new device. And this new device was a picture box. And it was going to show pictures in a box, electronic box. And my dad said, this is stupid. Who's going to sit now? At the time, it was a little box. And I told my dad, said, who's going to sit around this box? You can go outside. You can talk to people in person. And uh, that box was television. My like dad said, it was stupid, right? Later on, I'm in graduate school. I walk outside, and this lady's work, this other student works for Sega. And she says, she says, pretty soon you're going to be able to play a game with somebody down the street. And I said, why the hell would you want to play a game with someone down the street? I want to see him in person and sit next to him with the joysticks and play a game and yell at him. And now it's a billion dollar industry. So again, I don't, I'm not at all an authority as to where this chat DBT is going to go. I'm sure I'm gonna be one of the people that it goes right over my head.
0: I'm really excited for what's about to happen with it. So uh, Daryl, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you or your business, how could they do so?
1: Sure. I would love to do a stern storming session with each and every one of you. It's a process where I uncover the the real things that you should be selling, give you more clarity in the language, and also pull out of you hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of titles for all the different content that you need to make yourself and your business work and also have this success of serving your purpose and which i think is really using your gifts so you can just go to stern storming that's s-t-e-r-n storming like brainstorming there's a little thing there you put in your email i'll send you some lessons and a link to schedule a time to talk to me
0: well thank you daryl for being on the show and thank you everybody for listening to another episode of failing to success i'm your host chad Kalecki, with cosmic design and development make sure to like comment and subscribe and we'll see you next time